Snide's Return is a tabletop role-playing game interviews and actual play podcast. We interview content creators, Twitch streamers, and fellow podcasters, and we put out our own actual play using a variety of different systems. So come and join us, come and have a listen. You can find us on Twitter at ReturnSnyder. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or check out our website at www.snidesreturn.squarespace.com. Hello, Tomies. The DM Dave here. Just some quick announcements before we get into our episode. Our first announcement is that we're going to be at SaltCon. SaltCon is a little gaming convention here in Utah, and it is being held on March the 2nd through the 5th of 2023. We're going to be there. We're going to have our own little table, so come visit us, and we'll have some merch there as well for you guys to purchase. I will also be running some games there, so if you guys are new to D&D and want to learn how, I will specialize in how to teach people how to play. Or if you just want to sit down and play with me, you're more than welcome to come as well. I will also be participating in a panel with some other podcasters here in Utah, so that'll be a fun thing for you guys to join as well. For more details about what's going to happen in SaltCon, Keep listening to our Solemns column. There we'll be dropping more information as we receive it and as things get planned out. Well, that's all the announcements that I had, so let's get to the episode. You are listening to Tones of the Chaos Bard. Welcome back, Tomies, to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am DM Dave, and to the left I have... Henley. Abudro. Garatha and Lila. Roscoe. And Fenrir. And for this time, Boudreau has the recap. Go ahead. Recap. So, what happened was... Roscoe was there, dying upon the ground. And that is the exact sound effect he made. And then he was like, please, there's an arrow in my back. (laughs) Pull it out to Lila. And then she did. And then... And then she did. (laughs) What happened after that? Oh, and then there was like... uh, What's the lady's name? Herla. Herla Herla was like, we're all gonna die. And she throws... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then... um, Let's go first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then um, <clears throat> they like run. Oh yeah! And then Roscoe is really mad for some reason, and he's like, <laughs> as he runs after um, the <laughs> the were creature, who I'm sure sparkles as he runs. I don't know. It just makes sense. He glistens. <laughs> he glistens with black sp- glitter. This is, and this isn't Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> I mean, he is a weird creature. We're shutting this podcast down now. <laughs> hey, look, this you? podcast will have healthier relationships. <laughs> uh, that's debatable. Okay, back, to, back, back to the recap. You just direct the story. We're the ones actually in it. <laughs> back to the recap. <laughs> you guys aren't even supposed to comment on recaps. We can't help it. Okay, it's okay. so beautiful. So then he's running down there, and then he goes. And like shoots an arrow, and then it goes and it explodes, and then the weird creature's like, oh no! And then he just falls down, and then he turns into his cute little baby dragonborn, and it's like, oh, mama, save me! 
But then uh, Roscoe and Fenrir are like, murder it. And (laughs) (laughs) they go down there. And no matter how nice Roscoe tries, I mean, Evan tries to put it, he took his stuff. Evan or or Roscoe? I mean, Evan was trying to make it sound nice. (laughs) (laughs) Loot the body. (laughs) And and then... um, he was crying. For an ID card. Next <laughs> and then, um, and then Henley goes down there because she's like, I understand him. And then uh, that's about all that happened. They, they told him to stop, and I think they're about to listen to him. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Bootsy. <laughs> <laughs> Hates that name. <laughs> Okay, yeah, everybody is around this Dragonborn except Boudreaux and Keth. They're still back in the back. So I think we'll... Is there anything that Boudreaux's doing at this time? I feel like they exchange glances every once in a while, just awkward glances and then, like, sighs, and that's about it. We're like, yeah. Kind of nods back and forth. Just whenever we get eye contact, we either, like, quickly look away because it's awkward, (laughs) or we just kind of stare at each other and go head nod. We're like, eh. Keth points outside and then brings his fingers down and wiggles them like rainfall. (laughs) Talking about the weather. (laughs) (laughs) Boudreau like shrugs and he's like, yeah. (laughs) Reaches up his arm and like armpit, scrubs his armpit. Go bathe himself. Pop off. Go bathe himself in the water. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Look, please pop off you or off the orc. I don't know. Because definitely not off the orc. Does it really matter at this point? All I know is we need a segue to singing in the rain. <laughs> Just oh, I want to hear Kevin do that. In the rain. Singing in the rain. <laughs> I and at this point, Boudreaux averts his eyes. <laughs> He's like, Ooh. I do not know her. I feel like this is a private moment. <laughs> okay, we'll just jump back over to the group. More seriously. Okay, you're shouting this little dragonborn. Oh, Fear in its eyes. What do you guys do? Well, um, once Hanley finishes climbing down the little cave thing, mm-hmm. she... Um, kind of scoots the boys aside okay. <laughs> and walks over to the dragonborn and pulls the dagger out and just cuts him free. Why you guys gotta do what I was gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lila's like, r- and right she there. Can, she as she grabs the dagger. Can I try to stop her from yeah. cutting him free? Yeah, right. you can try and you try and stop her, and I'm just gonna do we'll it. We'll just do a <laughs> you could a even strength talk to be her. strength. So you grab her arm, trying to hold her arm back. Henley, you're trying to do what you need to do. Uh, while they're doing that, can I just pull mine out and go? Whoop? I'm going to use my <laughs> lucky stone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just back a little bit. Yes, as you see, Fenrir and. Henley do that. You can sneak in there. What'd you get, Spinner? I got a 16, but I want to. I want to try to stop her too. Yeah, one character. You can only do oh, one. Man, you could well, use your voice too. Well, you definitely stopped Henley. That's a six. Okay, so you're able to stop Henley, but then you look over and there's Lila, cutting cutting the webbing. 
And I... Fenrir, what are you doing? What if he turns back into a work creature? It never attacked us. We attacked it. That's a good point, but what if he turns back in and attacks us? Uh, It'd have every reason to. Hi. Once it gets free, it kind of like scoots away. Like it's still on the ground, but, you know, palms down, kicking its feet. Um, At this point in time, Garatha has let Lila kind of take over because usually she's the one that's a little bit better with kids. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and so, like, in a soothing tone, while they're having their argument, be like, it's, it's a rat sugar. I'm not going to hurt you. Pat, like, hands up, like, mm-hmm. it's okay. Okay, and you're doing that, of mm-hmm. course, in common. It's like, just breathing. And it speaks in common. It goes, I, I don't mean any harm. I just, just leave me alone. I, 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 I just, just leave me alone. I, I won't do anything. You know, it's stuttering. It's hyperventilating a little bit. I'm going to go, shh. Calm down. It's breathe. Don't look at them. Don't look at me. Look at me. You're all right. And she, <coughs> you see she's starting to calm down. Now, why were you here? What, what's going on? I was here with my mom, and we we got attacked by this little creature. It turned into an, an animal, but it had like three deep scars on its face, and it said that we were unnatural, and it, it attacked my mom, and it killed my mom, but I'd, I ran and hid. I, I don't know... I don't... She, I don't know where that thing was, where she came from, but I, I just need... I, my dad hasn't been here for, for a couple weeks, and he said he was going to come back, and he hasn't, and I just... I don't know. I, I'm, don't kill me. I, I, I don't want to, sugar. Never did. This is in common, by the way. Just reiterating. Now, did you get hurt when... Y'all were attacked? Just barely? Like... No, before. Before. I was able to escape. I don't think the other thing saw me. Or I probably wouldn't be here right now. So, you know that you sprout fur, right? Yes. You always done that? No... It just started happening several months ago, almost, I I don't know, eight months ago-ish. just started happening. Did anything happen prior to that that made you get hurt by something? I I don't know how this happened. I don't know what happened. But what I do remember is being at, I think it was called The Hollow? Hayden's Hollow. We were there. My mom was there. My dad was there. And we were like all together trying to figure things out. And they were handing out little potions to help us feed us. Mm-hmm. And then I remember there was a big commotion, a big fight. And suddenly I just remember turning in to a bear. And then I remember living. This sounds crazy, but. 
Like, me and my mom ran away and we were living like bears. Like, we didn't have any, you know, I remember, I remember just, I, I don't know, just being animalistic and everything. And then my, my dad found us and I remember my, my mom started to attack him, but he was able to get through to her somehow and through to me and we remembered who we were. And now we are this. What's your daddy's name? His name's Vorast. Vorast. All right. And what's your name, sugar? My name is Emery. Well, it's nice to meet you, Emery. My name's Lila. I'm going to put out my hand. She cautiously takes your hand. It's very nice to meet you. Now, from what I understand from your little story there, Vorast, your daddy, was able to help you, but he's been gone for a while. Yeah, he said he was going to come back, but he then, then that creature killed my mom, saying that we were unnatural. Mm-hmm. And he just, I wonder, I don't know what happened to my dad. He's, he's not like us, like me and my mom were. All right. Are you in control when you're the bear? No, sir. You are not allowed to talk to this child right now. <laughs> she does look at you nervously like, sometimes I am. But most of the time I can, I'm fine. I'm, I'm me. Fender's just like dumbfounded because he didn't think that they could be in control. So then he's like, how did your dad get through to your mom and you? He, he's, he started singing this lullaby that he used, that my mom used to sing to me when I was little and scared. And he started singing that and it stopped my mom from killing him, to be honest. And she was able to turn back and then she sang it to me and I was able to turn back. But we still are to have this curse on us. I, I guess. I, I don't know where it came from. I don't know what it's about. Well, Fenrir is talking. Uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to go through my stuff and pull out some food for the kid. Okay. Henley steps forward because I imagine Henley was like blocking Fenrir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, she um, relaxes her guard, walks over to the kid, and goes, Hi, I'm Henley. Hello. Um, I'm a ranger, as you can see. Um, I was there, you might remember me if you'd seen me around, when the potions were being handed out. She just shakes her head now. Do you remember a dragonborn named Tarhoon? Yes, I do. He was putting things into the potions to make himself stronger and was giving it to everybody else too. But the 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 cleric or the what was the, the Rochelle? She was the one handing out the potions. She was not herself. So whatever they did to the potions made me this? Yes. Mom? Well she maybe she knows how to change us back? She's working on it. 
were actually on our way to go rescue her. She was kidnapped by some bandits. What was the lullaby that your dad used to sing you? Uh, I knew I should have written it. <laughs> I thought about it today, too. <laughs> Writing a something, little poem or something. She tells you. Okay. And, <laughs> right. And would he recognize it? It's She sings it in Draconic. Dang it. Flower gleam and glow. <laughs> Let your power shine. And is it more of a singing or poem? It's more singing. Okay. With my bard skills, can I remember the notes and be able to play it? Hmm. Where the north in case wind he switches it <laughs> meets the sea. Or we'll keep it Disney stuff. <laughs> is that something that maybe he'll travel with us and I can learn it from him on our travels? Her. Sorry. Something she could teach yeah, me that, on that her travels. Yeah, that would probably be some hmm, performances checks. Trying to imitate trying to imitate and recall at yeah. least the music i wouldn't i mean maybe the words eventually but mostly the music right now because fender's just worried that she, when she turns back she's going to attack them and not mm-hmm. know and so if he has a way now to turn her back he'll try that before he reverts to force gotcha <laughs> yeah you'd be able to do that later you would need to practice with okay with emery okay to do that but yes, that is a possibility. Yeah. So at this point, um, I'm going to ask Emery if if she wants to spend the night with us because that's the entire reason we're in the cave before we move on. It's like, I promise nobody's going to hurt you, dear. Oh, okay. And she like just looks up at Roscoe and, <laughs> and Fenrir. I'll have put my stuff away by now at this point. So. Okay. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay. And so you guys make your way back up. You ever seen an orc before, Emery? I've heard of them. Oh well, they're in for really a real big. treat. <laughs> Thanks, dear. <laughs> uh, we got a friend up here who's who's an orc. Be nice to meet him. He won't understand you much unless you speak orc or. Maybe a little bit of common, but... No, yeah. I, I've learned common, but I'm more comfortable in Dragonborn. Well, that would be Miss Henley then here, who's been able to help you there. She speaks Draconic, from what I understand. Yes. I say yes in Draconic. <laughs> Could this be happening while we're, like, walking back? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yo say un poquito. Okay, so you guys make it back up to Boudreaux and Kath. Uh, Is Kath still outside showering in the rain? He's probably out there just sitting in the rain, cleaning off a little bit. <clears throat> Meditating out there. Boudreaux, you see them coming out with a young-looking dragonborn. Uh, hey... Who who you, eh? My name's Emery. <clears throat> nice to meet you. He kneels down. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Emery. Who are you? Oh, uh, Abudro, eh? 
Okay. You talk funny. <laughs> You're a little hard to understand. <laughs> yeah. But you speak. Oh, oh, and then he uh, speaks. Hamley like gives him a look. <laughs> yeah, he speaks in draconic. Where you go from? Oh, I. Less, you speak dragonborn. She's speaking dragonborn as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I. We've been around a lot of places, but we ended up in Hayden's Hollow. We lived there for a little, little while. What are you doing in the cave? He kind of asks to her, Emery and Henley. Still speaking Dragonborn? Yes. I, I was here with my mom. Uh. She was killed. I go, she was the bear. <laughs> he looks at her just like completely shocked and then he stands up and he's like oh that's uh okay <laughs> to Roscoe what's she doing here Dig common we couldn't leave her how was she not crazy magic she can understand you <laughs> he kind of looks around and like Emery's just sitting oh? there like Super awkward too <laughs> uh, Okay Um I'm sure there's a lot of Discrepancies in the potion And maybe she just got Less of it What the earth are you talking about And what is the discrepancy So Emery you ever, <laughs> ever See a moose <laughs> No, I, I haven't. Oh, come over here. I got lots of stories. Why don't I want to hear some stories? And then Henley yeah. grabs, like, Boudreaux's sleeve and pulls him. I can tell you over here. And then you rip his shirt and you, that's my best shirt! <laughs> <laughs> that's your only shirt. <laughs> yeah. That happens in, like, Lala. It's like, what? <laughs> you just rip his sleeve a little bit. But he comes with you. <laughs> Henley's like, ooh. <laughs> Maybe I should not have touched Boudreaux. Anyway, <laughs> but she then, so did Rochelle never tell you how the whole wear creature thing started? Would Boudreaux have asked? Uh, no, I don't think so. Not unless it would have come up in conversation. She'd be like, hey, this is the situation we have, and Boudreaux would have been like, Okay, I'll help however I can. That's very on brand for me. Yeah, that sounds about right. And especially okay. since it wasn't until the be- whenever everybody came that we talked about the staff in the first place. Correct. So I don't think he realized that she was crazy. I think she would have mentioned that that uh, Qualkeck had something to do with that. Mm. But I don't think he kn- knows about it, though. But that's part of the reason why she was trying to get Qualkeck to talk to her about how to fix the were creatures, but mm-hmm. he was being very quiet on that. So you know that he's involved somehow, but really details you don't know. Now, I mean, in it, knowing Boudreaux, it might have just went over his head. And that's too. true too. Yeah, <laughs> he, he might have been quote unquote listening. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. So what? So. Rochelle was being controlled by something, and she was making these potions that turned a lot of the folks 
into were creatures. Oh. This, I think, was probably before you came to the hollow. Yeah, I think I would have known about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And she was one of those who was turned into a were creature by the potion. Mm. Okay. Question, David. Yes. From what I know of the were-creatures for Boudreaux, um, I've only seen them turn and just be ravenous, right? I've never seen anything like this. Correct. Cool. Okay. So why is she here and why is she human? Because I thought that's what that word meant, were-creature. <laughs> <laughs> she's not human, she's dragon. <laughs> Whatever. Where did a creature go? <laughs> so, she seems to kind of be an anomaly. She can control when she goes in and when she goes out. An anomaly like a child? Oh, right. <laughs> like, she's different from the other were creatures. Her dad pulled her out of being a were-bear. How? How did he do that? He sang a song. A song? Well, where do we gotta know the song? It was a song that was really important to her. So mm. it, like, brought back memories. You, you sure? That's what she said. Hey, Finn, you still got your viol on you? Yes. Do you think you can uh, maybe pick up this kids tune? I definitely want to try. I think it might help her calm down a little bit and maybe like you more. Well, that would be good since I... Yeah, let, yeah. come over here. Let's see if you can... <laughs> Do you want to teach him? Yeah? Alright. Come on. Come on yeah. over here. So, sure. you saying that we could we could save their lives. We just had to bring back the human. Yeah, I think so. Dude... <laughs> You have the word dude? He does now. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and I think he's just going to sit down and he starts thinking. Okay. It blew his mind. <laughs> oh, it's just that simple. <laughs> no, I just feel like it's a lot for him. He's like, oh, they're not always horrible. They mm. can be changed. I think that's a big deal, guys. Stop downplaying no, this. <laughs> I would agree. Fenrir is like, that's part of the reason why Fenrir wants to know the song. Not only because to help if that happens to change them back, but it's also a breaking piece of information, right? It's like, yeah. man, we can reach these people. We don't have to use force. You just have to know them personally. Yeah. Right. What's going through uh, Roscoe's head? I don't know. He's kind of feeling guilty for everything, you know, and but at the same time, he's trying to convince himself that at the time, with the knowledge that he had, the actions he was taking was what, in his eyes, were justified. So he's kind of just pacing at the moment, thinking to himself, he's not ready quite to approach the dragonborn and, you know, apologize and stuff, but he also doesn't want to, like, Scarer any more than he already has. Right. 
After Henley finishes the conversation with Boudreaux, she walks over to Emery mm-hmm. yep. and was like, how are you feeling? Are you hungry? Do you need some healing? Water? Do you feel a little wear coming on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I am a little thirsty. Henley Lila pulls, has been giving me some food. Henley pulls out her water skin and hands it to Emery. You took quite the fall. Are you hurt? I mean, I, I feel okay that one arrow that knocked, looking over at Roscoe, <laughs> that one arrow that knocked me off that edge really hurt. But I've noticed that a lot of physical damage, I heal quite rapidly. And you can see, like, there's no scratches or anything in her. Hmm. She's got the X factor. <laughs> <laughs> Henley is just like sort of like just scanning her Mm -hmm. and just a little bit dumbstruck that she's not hurt more ever since like it doesn't initially it hurts but I I rapidly heal I, I don't know just since we were able to do this like yeah well, if you feel the bear coming on, you'll let us know? What do you mean? When we've ran into creatures that can shift into other animals like you, they turn into scary beasts that just want to kill. Oh. So you ran into more of my kind. More like me. Kinda? We encountered a were-boar on the plains. Like a pig. But human. Anyway. <laughs> um, and... Um, I think that's all I remember. Welcome to Tomes of the Chaos Bard Mid-Show Break. I'm your host, Rupert Bumpkin, from the Rocky Talkie Gnome Radio Network. First item of business is the five-star reviews. Remember that Solemn will give you a shout-out and read your review on Solemn's column. Then he will review your review. It's great fun! Second is the Ko-Fi. This is our Patreon merchandise store. You can purchase keychains, coloring pages, and MP3s of our song. You can also commission to feed the cast, or write a letter to Dear Boudreaux. If you are interested in becoming a patron, there are three tiers, each with varying rewards, including a full post show, DM Dave's deep dives, and coloring activity book with exclusive art. Go to ko-fi.com slash tomes of the chaos bard. That is ko-fi, K-O-F-I.com forward slash Tomes of the Chaos Bard, and help us grow. And last but not least, the biggest way you can help us is share us with your friends and family. That is all, folks. Back to the show. Evan. Question for you. Yes. Just ran into my head. So, you know, Roscoe's 
pacing and stuff a little bit, thinking, kind of mulling over things. And and I guess a realization might come to his mind. And I don't know if this is okay possible or not. But um, we're being led to believe that, you know, this particular rare creature is different, right? Yeah. Is it possible for Roscoe to, you know, knowing the situation of the rare creatures and having fought them and knowing how they act and then knowing a druid, Dracarys, to maybe draw a line and come up with the reasoning that perhaps the reason Amory is different is because even if she's not aware of it, she might have some sort of druidic inspiration, druidic blood in her that's helping control that and combat the awareness the the yeah, but it's, it's, it's the non-domesticated animal side <laughs> right i i can i can see how roscoe can come up with that conclusion here's dracaris known druid can change into animals here's another dragonborn that can do similar things but the only difference would be is that you would know that Dracarys can change into an animal. Right. That And it looks just like the animal. Where this one, when you first encountered it, it had kind of a hybrid mix between it, like a bear and her kind yeah. of dragon form shape. Yeah, that absolutely. That would kind of be the difference, but I can see how Roscoe can and, come and up so with that And so his line of thinking is more perhaps that druidic blood is there, and that's okay. what's stopping the full wear transformation it's kind of trying to help guide and control it and keep mm. them semi conscious of their actions and what's happening which would explain i mean at least for roscoe now that he's replaying everything from the time they walked into the cave and even that encounter where i was standing right in front of her mm-hmm. as a wear creature normal wear creature they would have attacked me yeah and and she ran away. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's a very logical way to explain it. Yeah. Who's all with Amory right now? I think Henley is setting alarm in the back of the cave and getting ready for bed. So Lila and Fenrir okay. so, are kind of standing next to you. see Fenrir just plucking, mm-hmm. plucking I'm stuff out. definitely sitting down next to her, not standing next to her. Okay, sitting down next to her. Um, Fender, roll me a quick performance check, and then we'll get back to your conversation. Sixteen. Okay, you're picking up on the on the notes pretty quickly, plucking it out and stuff. Probably with some more practice and more, you'll probably get it memorized. I'm a good bard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought you were gonna say I'm a good boy. <laughs> I'm a real bard. I'm a real bard. Okay. Roscoe, you approach this so, scene. Uh, so I'm going to leave Fenrir to write some tunes with Amory, and then I'm going to just kind of like do the side nod at Henley. Okay. And Lila to kind of step off to the side and have a conversation with them. Well, I don't know where exactly Boudreaux's up to, but... Um, he's just up against the wall. I think just... He's, I think he uh, he's moving some rocks and stuff aside to try to make his uh, space against the wall where he's going to sleep a little bit more comfortable. Okay. <laughs> so I'll probably grab just Henley and, and Lila Grothis since they're the most aware of all of that okay. and, and pull them aside. 
And Herla, just to kind of set the scene more, Herla's still there. You can tell she's not happy with the decision. So she's kind of just playing with her hand crossbows and stuff. And Kath is kind of just... Okay. Just kind of there. Nothing seems to be a matter. You're taking care of this dragonborn kid, and he's just going to kind of wait patiently to be filled in on what's going on. So he's used he... to being out of the loop. <laughs> <laughs> when he kind of gives uh, the side eye to Lila, mm-hmm. she's going to lean over and ask Emery if she's okay to stay with Fenrir for a minute while she goes and checks on things. You're not going far, are you? No, Sugar, I'm going to stay right here where you can see me. I just need to go and have a little chit-chat, make sure everything's okay here for the night. Okay, I'll be okay. All right, you need anything? I'm right here. So now that the three of us are off to the side, I'm going to kind of reiterate my running theory with Mm. with the two of them and see kind of, you know, what their thoughts on everything. So I'll explain, you know, my my train of thought and knowing Dracarys and this and that and if what they thought the possibility of that scenario would be. I think definitely could play a part into it. We don't know very much about these were creatures at all. I mean, I definitely think this song and maybe some hidden abilities could be a potential running theory. There's too much. I don't know. Gratha is... There's too much unknown to say yes or no, whether this could be something or it could be nothing. It, Like Henley said, it, it could be a possibility, but it could just be nothing. It's big. It could just be because... Her daddy came after, and the connection, the emotional connection between spouses and then between mother and child could have had something to do with it, too. We don't know. It could be magic. It could be nothing. It's fair. We're just something I was thinking about. So. It's really interesting. Hmm. Is there anything else you want to talk about, boss man? No. Thought I'd throw that out there while we were trying to figure out yeah. what was going on. So does right. Roscoe still look a little bit guilty? Oh, probably. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Henley, like I would say, but she probably kneels down and says, Roscoe, it wasn't your fault. You didn't know. You did what you thought was right in the moment with what you knew. I know. It doesn't make it any easier though. No, it doesn't. And Henling gives you, like, knowing eyes. Like, <laughs> she knows how that feels. In a way. And Lila's going to say, she's right, though. With all the the things that you've done for the rest of us, it, it makes sense that you're just looking out for us. You did nothing wrong. We don't know anything. I don't know, other than the fact that it was scared why I, we both thought, no. And it was obviously not a grown dragonborn. Doesn't look anything like Dracarys. It's the same color. Oh, that'd probably be nice, huh? Mm -hmm. So she's a red dragonborn, but she kind of has hints of kind of a darker purple as well. 
She's not even the same color, so I don't know. But Henley's right. Don't beat yourself up about it. All right. I will do my best. <laughs> All right, boss. Henley man. just nods like she knows. I got to go fill in uh, Kath over here. Okay. Kath's just like, cool. <laughs> I'm staying up all night, though. I'm going to keep watch. Good, because I need some sleep. I hurt. That's right, sugar. We're still going to help take watch, though, just in case. You know, you decide you need to rest. Yeah. You can't keep this up forever. No, and we have a long journey ahead. Yes, sir, we do. Okay, is there anything else anybody wants to do? Henley, like, hangs up her water skin, or maybe if she has a couple, out to catch the rain. Oh, okay. So we don't have to have swamp water. <laughs> hey, I like water. swamp water. <laughs> also, why would Boudreaux share it that much? <laughs> How dare you assume that? <laughs> I'm assuming. That, that yeah. is special water. He gave it to one person, and that was just for a minute. <laughs> it's, he just it's fine it for Boudreaux, but everybody else would make sick. Because <laughs> it's swamp water. <laughs> it's green. Um, yeah. I want to do something at night. Okay, thank you. Okay, we'll jump over to Finner. So as he's like starting to like play the song and like he you can tell like he feels bad about what what happened like that wasn't his he thought he thought just like Roscoe that he was doing more or less the adolescent a favor mm-hmm. because you know if they they turn vicious and they attack and that's kind of what happens but so he he wants to first off apologize okay and so he's gonna be like hey Emery I. I'm really sorry about the spiders and what happened down there. I'm glad Henley and Lila Grotha talked some sense into me. Thank you. It's, um, I guess it's okay. <laughs> I respect no, this it's, moment. It's, it's, it's really no, not. child, it's not okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really not. I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't blame you. I mean, if I would have saw she kind of looks down at herself like something like this and you slowly see her change into her kind of half bear (gasps) form and she's like like this he like stiffens up and he's like (laughs) 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 please tell me Keth like unsheaths his weapon (laughs) I was going to say, Boucher definitely stops as well. Everybody just freezes and looks <laughs> over. And she gets, like, really self-conscious, and she, like, turns back into a dragonborn. I would freak out, too. Just being alone for so long, and I, I didn't know, especially my mom getting killed. I didn't know if you guys were the same. He's all. Then Fender's gonna say, "You want to see something pretty cool?" Yeah. Okay. Who 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 should we play a prank on in in the cave? <laughs> Boudreau. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? And he what he's gonna do is he he's gonna be like, "I'm gonna cast a spell here, okay?" And he casts Mage Hand. Okay. No, 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 all no, of a sudden, no. this this big purple hand like comes up. Your hand is I, purple. Yeah. With a yeah. gem on the back, With, right? like, gems on the back. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> she 
wide-eyed and like takes a glance over to to Lila. But do I notice? I don't know if that's what's happening at the same time we we're doing this. Yeah, that's probably happening at the same time. Probably like glances over and looks back at Fenrir. You see her like little nervousness of like just just big purple kind of see-through hand type idea pop up. Yes, Boudreau. Um, or Elsie. That's <laughs> fine. It was just like, what? Elsie? Um, Elsie? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Boudreau's definitely keeping an eye mm. on her. Okay. Would I see the hand? I think so. It's a pretty, I mean, I don't know how big a hand is in Machamp, but I would say this. It's not invisible, but you'd yeah. probably Long definitely see nose it. Long nose strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> Would I recognize it as a hand in the woods? I think so. <laughs> Would I connect the dots? <laughs> <laughs> That's a question for yourself, hon. <laughs> Do you think I w- would I have seen him cast it? Like, because I'm, I'm paying attention, but I'm doing other things. Right. I think because you're not sure... What goes into casting that? I don't think mm. you would recognize that Fenrir casted that. Mm-hmm. So you, you're you just kind of doing something. You look over and you do something again, and then suddenly you look over again, and there's a big, giant purple hand with gems on it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Woodrow's like... <gasps> and then he's going to run over, and I think he's going to tackle... <laughs> um, the... Uh, oh, let's see. who Who's it close to? Probably closest to Fenrir right now. <laughs> I think he's going to tackle Fenrir and like try to push him to the side and be like, I'm damn you! Okay, so you're going to try and shove him. Oh, yeah. Okay, make me a strength check at advantage. <laughs> yes. Fenrir is not paying attention. Not paying attention. <laughs> right before, depending on what happens here, okay. the shifty eyes that Emery made, Fenrir's going to assume that that's who she meant to play the joke on. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and she made the shifty eyes at Lila. <laughs> so, depending on how quickly and what he sees, the hand's gonna actually going to go after Lila. <gasps> <laughs> I don't know if that changes anything, but like, or where, it, where this is at in the process, right? Okay, okay. I, Love I got an idea. tackle. Okay. So, you see this hand by Fenrir. I know what I'm going to do. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. You see this fen- hand by Fenrir, and you're like, oh, no, and start booking it. And then you see that hand head after Lila. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? I think I'm going to skid to a stop, and maybe if I get far enough where my moment, his momentum okay. hits Fenrir, that's fine. But he's going to chuck his silver spoon because he had it mm. with him because he's on edge. Yeah, okay. um, sounds good. Is that that's cool? Yep. And he's gonna chuck the silver spoon at the hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're gonna try and slide to a stop. Yeah. Is that, okay. So you're even if I fall or whatever, I'm gonna chuck that spoon. Okay. I'm gonna have and you scream. roll a oh goodness, probably an acrobatics check. Okay. To see how well you kind of stop stable yourself while you're running. So to throw it. Since I didn't get to use my strength check, can I just use the same? Yeah, roll? just use the same roll. Okay, it was an advantage though. Mm, Should I re-roll then? Re-roll it. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> this is better than eight. 
seven, it's eight. a nine. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that's seven, eight. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Okay, so you're, you try to stop because you see it and you're just like, oh, no. Yeah. And you, you slide. You do have the spoon in your hand. Mm-hmm. Do you still want to try and throw it while you're falling? Oh, yeah. My sharpened spoon. Okay. And I definitely go, oh, I'll save you. I'll save you. Okay, so I'll still let you throw it at disadvantage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and right now, what is it? Henley, Lila, and Roscoe are talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And the hand's heading that way. Okay. Is that just a straight roll? At disadvantage. Uh, yeah. You'll add your dexterity to it. Oops. Let's see. Twelve. Okay. Doesn't hit anybody. Mm-hmm. Doesn't hit the hand. <laughs> but it splits. Uh, I want to remind you that I have danger sense. Did I sense anything? Yeah, you're able to sense that coming. Perfect. Okay. But it goes like right between you and Roscoe. That's boom. <laughs> Just woo, 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 woo. And then ding, 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 and ding, 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 ding. Keth and Hurla suddenly get on edge. Because they just saw Boudreaux, you know, the sudden movements, something being thrown. There's a purple hand in, <laughs> in there. Man, you see, never a normal night with us. <laughs> you do see uh, uh, Emery. She gets into her kind of bear form again, but she's just sitting still. That's all she's doing. If I get the chance, I'm still running after that hand. Okay. You get up and you start charging now. Yeah, I'm going to try to like jump it, on the All I can imagine is like, you know, the dog when they skid on the floor yeah, no, to trick chase exactly. after a ball and they whack into the wall oh. and then and then they no, that keep is, skidding. <laughs> that's an accurate description. <laughs> on all fours as well. <laughs> He's going to get up, but yeah. <laughs> Have I seen the hand? You see the, yeah, because the spoon flies past you. Like, what the heck? You turn around. And you see the hand. Fenrir, do I recognize you. this hand? And so I think you, you was, probably would recognize that it's me. Wonderful. How yeah. close is it to me at this moment? It's probably like five feet away. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to use my minor illusion, and I want to create a little bunny sitting in the hand. <laughs> okay. Like a little astral bunny uh-huh. sitting in the hand. Okay. That happens. Wonderful. I don't, jumping around little palm. Okay, Boudreaux. I am jumping like on top of this hand, trying to grab it. I'm trying to like... If it's in the air, he'll, like, grab it with both his hands and try to, like, yank it down. Gotcha. Okay. Before that happens, Fenrir, I need you to read that spell. <laughs> okay. I want to see, good. I want to see, like, how physical is it? I know it can pick up objects for somebody to, like, grab it. That's, that's what I'm trying to... I think it's physical. Think. That's, that's what I'm trying to... Because it can pick up things. Yeah. So to, does it turn into more of a is physical... Is tangible? Is that what you're wondering? Give somebody a... a Mage hand fist bump or handshake. Dude! <laughs> I want mage hand now! <laughs> Someone needs to make like twin mages and that's what they do. That's their secret handshake if they do mage hand. Mage hand. Mage hand handshake. I mean, we could make new characters the next time we <laughs> Just like the genie hands and uh, mm-hmm. never had a friend like me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love Robin Williams. <laughs> Rest in peace. Okay. All right, what's that spell? A spectral floating hand appears at a point you choose within range. 
The hand lasts for the duration or until you dismiss it as an action. The hand vanishes if it is ever more than 30 feet away from you or if you cast a spell again. You can use your action to control the hand. You can use the hand to manipulate an object, open an unlocked door or container, store or retrieve an item from an open container, or pour the contents out of a vial. You can move the hand up 30 feet each time you use it. The hand can attack, activate magic items, or carry more than 10 pounds. So okay. it's spectral, and it's a conjura conjug conjuration spell. Okay. I'm going to say it does have some kind of physical form, just because it can pick up physical objects. It's like a gel sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, Boudreaux, you're able to, you know, grab yeah. it. You're running full force, right? You got a jelly oh, hand, yeah. little spectral button okay. on it. All right. <laughs> okay, so Lila, you're kind of looking at this hand like, what the heck, you just did your little bunny thing? Yeah, well, I'm finishing up the conversation Wait. here. Wait. And then at, at the... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I could see him trying to grab the hand and then, like, about to, seize the bunny and then just, like, falls down on his head. And he's <laughs> like, skids ah! down. And then, then he'll get back up and just... I don't know. We'll see what happens after that. Okay. <laughs> You're charging at this hand. You suddenly see a little bunny just like in the palm of its hand doing, running around. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh no, and you slide. Lila, make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, and with advantage because you see this coming. <laughs> Please roll low. Because like you do it and then you see Boudreaux just like. Charging. Charging and then like does like a slide tackle. Not a tackle, but does a slide roll thing. Roll low, roll low. At advantage. It doesn't matter. It was the same roll both times. What? It was what is a it? critical fail. Yeah. A double critical fail. Yes. Woo. I love it. These bunny dice are going to go away for now. <laughs> a bunny dice? That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's why it was a bunny, because there's a bunny on her yeah, dice. Nice. Okay, Boudreaux, you slide, and you're like, oh, thanks goodness I didn't hit the bunny. And then you look over, and you just plow right into Lila. <laughs> Respect. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh... Sorry. Please tell me Lila's on her back and Boudreaux's on top. It'd probably be the opposite. Really awkward. On, yeah, that awkward. No. Uh, Go ahead. Wrong just, calm. Like, tangle of limbs because they're all like all to the side and weird and stuff. Actually, I, I don't say sorry. Okay. So he, he's like they hit each other, or whatever, and they're down on the ground, and then he just like looks at her and he's like, uh, uh, and then like gets up and runs after the hand again. <laughs> okay. He's trying to, like, leap at it. I can see it, like, monkey in the middle. It's too tall, and he's like... A <laughs> and Fenris, what are you doing with this hand? <laughs> so, wait, how long does it take you for to go, uh, uh? I don't know, like, two, three seconds. Um, the bunny has jumped off the hand. Are we in the same five-foot area as the hand at this point? Yeah, The jumping we'll that. bunny's jumped off the hand is now, like, dancing around the little five-foot square around us. Okay. That's fine. Okay, you're still after the hand because you stopped attacking the hand because of the yeah. bunny. And if it is too high, I'm going to try to grab my spoon swing at it. So I'm going to bring it <laughs> low enough so that he can grab it. Okay. And then I assume, because it can't hold more than 10 pounds, that once he tries to grab it and pull it down, it's going to vanish because he weighs more than 10 pounds. I love this. Okay. Yeah, you're like, oh, I got you now. Yeah. So when I get it, he's going to throw it to the ground and try to stomp on it. <laughs> <laughs> and it... It's like... Ooh, that was so close. I didn't know Long Nose's hand was not adapted to his body. No wonder, <laughs> no wonder he can steal so easily. <laughs> 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 
and Emery has no idea what's going on. And he's just freaking out. <laughs> and he, but he's so relieved. Emery gets up and goes next to Lila. Like, so I'm gonna, yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to make a detour before I go to Kaz. <laughs> uh, that was not my intention, but he'll take it. <laughs> but I'll take it. Okay. Uh, can I have the bunny cast minor illusion again and have the bunny change from uh, a bunny to a bird? Okay. And it's just flittering around? Yeah, just flittering around like trying to distract Emery. Okay. Okay. It still kind of weirds her out, but mm-hmm. you're able to get her kind of calm again. She is in her like hybrid right. bear dragon. Well, and I'm going to... Like, explain, and it's like, this is what I'm doing. Like, look what I can do. Isn't this so cool? Yeah. Henley snaps her fingers, and her dancing lights goes out, and she pulls her covers (laughs) over. (laughs) I'm I'm done. I'm done. She's tired. I love how, like, none of this even affects you anymore. You're just like, whatever. No. Uh. Uh, When we do go down for the night, though, I do want to be right next to Emery okay. when she goes to sleep because I would imagine that she, she would probably want to be closer to the one who's actually trying to get mm. closer to her and bonded with her a little bit. Yep. She, she's good with that. Perfect. I'm going to go up to Fenrir and be like, dude, that hand was so close to you. Londo's going to got you. Just go with it. <laughs> yeah. Long nose. <laughs> right. Here, I yeah, want you. He, he could have. It was really close, wasn't it? Yeah, I was so close. I want to give you some rosemary. The rosemary will keep you safe from long nose. Rosemary's horrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Here, here, take but, some. And he pours a little bit in your head. I forgot that you hate that. I was in the soap. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that you guys knew I hated it. <laughs> so. But it, it it wasn't long nose. And he like, um, like uh, puts his bottle and caps it, it kind of intensely and sticks it back on his spice belt. And he like gives you a little glare and his hands on his hips and he goes, "What you mean?" It, it was short nose. What? What did? Long nose's cousin. Do you know Lanos? <laughs> and he had a family? I mean, you have a family, right? <clears throat> Why wouldn't he have a family? I know. He's ugly! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm beautiful! <laughs> I knew that was coming, I knew it! <laughs> if you're ugly, it just makes sense. You don't have a family! <laughs> Telling me our truth. It it can't be. There ain't no way. Jose. How far away is this conversation happening for me? I'm sure Boudreaux's being very loud about this. Oh, I am. Can can I hear? When is he ever soft? (laughs) Can I hear what he's what Fenrir said to Boudreaux about short nose? 
I would imagine. I mean, he's Pepper's not being quiet about it, but he's not like. I'm gonna start singing. He sees you when you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> he knows when you're awake. Roscoe. He puts your campfire out, <laughs> out uh, at with night. his hand that makes Bro. you quake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you brought him up. Okay, Roscoe. Roscoe's laying down at this point, listening to everything. Okay. Kind of watching it. Where in said cave exactly is Bujo? Where in said cave is Fenrir? I'm still back by where I originally... I haven't really moved since. I guess my question is, is Boudreaux facing a wall? Are, are you against a wall? Yes, I would probably be up against a wall where, like... So what I, where I picture of it is it's like an open cavern. The entrance is here. The back entrance is in the back. Oh. Keth is by the back entrance. Fair enough. Nerlo's going to be by Keth. Yeah. The front entrance... And we're off to kind of the, if you're facing into the cave, you see Keth, Hurla, Henley and Roscoe are going to be off to the left. Off to the right, you have me up against that wall. A little bit further down, you have Lila Grotha and Emery, and you're facing me that way. Probably right in his face, yeah. I repeat that, what he said. Is that okay? Great. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, so I'm going to assume Boudreaux's looking at a wall. Like, yes. Like, you know, there's a wall in yes. sight. Facing wall, yep. And I'm kind of trying to feel a little better. Um, <laughs> but in the process of doing this, I'm also slightly annoyed. Okay. I'm going to use my prestidigitation. <laughs> okay. Can you remind us what that does? Uh, the spell is a minor magical trick that novice spellcasters use for practice. You create one of the following magic's effects within range, and then there's a list of range, and then if you cast the spell multiple times, you can have up to three of its non-instantaneous effects active at a time, and you can dismiss such an effect as an action. Okay, what are you doing with that? The wall right behind what Boudreaux's looking at. You make a color, a small mark, or a symbol appear on an object or a surface for an hour. So as they're sitting there having this conversation, picture of long nose is going to shh. Both, actually, because I can do up to <laughs> you three. You can do up to three. It's, okay. it's um, what's that guy that in the woods, the horror game with no face? Slenderman symbol, which is the X with the circle. Okay. The symbol of long nose is just a really long U. <laughs> <laughs> you should just draw that. <laughs> and the short nose is just a J. Yeah. <laughs> no, there is no short nose. <laughs> no, it's definitely just a J. While okay. I'm singing so in the background, Roscoe. like he sees you when you're singing. So Roscoe, he's gonna describe what you make long nose slash short nose look. Like. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't. What do your halfling eyes see? <laughs> Evan doesn't know what okay. long nose looks like, but we're going to pretend that Roscoe does. Yeah. I don't think anybody knows. Maybe Boudreaux oh, knows. Boudreaux, well, I'm sure at one point will have explained that it to horrible. me. That was horrible. Nobody Oh, knows. no, I know the legend Nobody of long nose. So I'm going to, just on that wall, and I'm going to do it very dramatically with, you know, like the scratching noises and the... <laughs> Okay. And there's going to be a picture of long nose, a picture of short nose, and a blue potato show just showing up right there. Would you? In like a triangle. <laughs> yeah, the trifecta. The Illuminati. Uh, the trichroven. 
Okay. No. All the powers unite. <laughs> That's really what the trigoven is: is long nose, short nose, and the blue potato. <laughs> it's the not, mastermind. Do not put them in the same room. <laughs> You'll summon the ultimate monster, Demon Dora. <laughs> so, ultimate cosmic power. So he starts seeing the scratching, and he just freezes and watches it. And um, once he sees it, and he understands. At least long nose and short nose, <laughs> but then the blue potato, and he just chucks a spoon at it again. <laughs> Bing! <laughs> Does it do anything to it? Chip it? <laughs> you chip the rock behind it, but the image is still there. And um, so then I think he just like falls on his back, and he just is gonna like crab walk to <laughs> his bed to the other wall, and he's just like, <gasps> I need to pray. I need to pray right now. <laughs> <laughs> You just see Boudreaux do this. <laughs> crab Staring at the wall behind you. <laughs> running away. Crab walking away. I gotta pray, I gotta pray, I gotta pray. <clears throat> he also grabs his spoon on the way. He's gonna Run, hold it against crab the wall. Crab walk over, grabs the spoon. Boudreaux crab walks, gets in his bed. He's like, oh no. Crab walks over, grabs the spoon, goes back to bed. <laughs> Definitely. And, and he is just like uh, in a fetal position, holding the spoon, and he's like, "Oh, go nice. oh. Benry feels a little bad. <laughs> <laughs> but he's gonna like, not sure why, so he's gonna like turn around and look at the wall. <laughs> you right? see see that image behind you. So I see that image. I would assume that knowing like the blue potato, he knows that Roscoe's like. I'm going to look over at Fenny and wave. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so I'll kind of look over to him. He waves, and he just he starts shaking his head like that he should be just, like, surprised at Hujo's <laughs> reaction, but he's like, yeah, but maybe I shouldn't be surprised anymore. <laughs> he just kind of goes back to practicing the that melody or that lullaby. Okay. Boudreaux lays in bed for quite a while. <laughs> And he cannot sleep. Who's on watch? Let's me. see. We'll if me. it took you a while, yeah, we can say Lila and Herla. Okay. Herla's awake. She's not outside. She's still in her back post. I guess what I'm trying to ask is, would I be seen if I moved too much? Like, quietly. I think Herla might notice depending on how quiet you are. You can roll a stealth check to see how quiet you are. May I? Yep. Now I'll roll a perception check on her. And Lila, uh, I'm what at you, the front of the cave. You're at the front? You do have an inspiration It's day. still... <laughs> it's not that important. It's still rainy and stuff outside. Thunder's kind of clapping a little bit still. But I do want to state that it's Garatha taking the watch. Okay. And so she's not going to just pay attention to the outside. She's going to kind of survey the inside of the back a little bit more too. Okay, if you want to roll a perception check, go ahead. What'd you roll, Boudreaux? Nine. <laughs> Again. Seven, eight, nine. Fourteen. Okay. So, you, Boudreaux, may not realize that somebody, people have seen you. Okay. But go ahead and do whatever you're going to do. Yeah, so he gets out of his sleep mag and he's going to sit on his bed for a minute. And he just quietly to himself goes, Oh, goodness, I don't know why I'm here. And then he takes a deep breath. And he's going to um, 
as quietly as possible so he's not noticed. Going to go over to Emery. Okay. And she's asleep. Yeah. Okay. In her hybrid. In her hybrid form. form. Mm -hmm. And he's going to, um, I don't know, just kind of observe her. Observe her. Okay. And try to see if she feels just in in the soul of life in general. (laughs) This is... I love it. Um, uh, okay. Interpret me, David. Um, uh, if she just feels human, real. Okay. So you kind of said a prayer before this yeah. type idea? I'll have you make a religion check. Okay. To see. The unused the one. Un- one of the unused <laughs> skill checks. Yeah. Because you kind of made, I kind of see it as you made a, yeah. a prayer of like, Kundas, help me probably to discern what this is if it's you know safe that's kind of the feeling that i get from you yeah yeah interpreting what you're trying to say <laughs> you're very good at this <laughs> yeah go ahead and roll a religion check that's a nine <laughs> <laughs> really uh, it, it's different numbers each time i just add different numbers to it <laughs> Here, do you want me to roll for you <laughs> don't touch my sunshine daisy dice i, I was gonna roll on the new dice that I've it should be uh sunshine nine z dice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay you go over and you're studying emery you don't feel bad but you don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a very blank feeling. Yeah. So, he's gonna, um, with that, he's like, hmm. He's gonna Smack walk. Smack her in the head with the spoon. Oh, don't do it. Does this hurt? <laughs> um, and then I think Boudreaux will try to get some sleep. Um, but if possible, he's actually gonna get the amount of sleep he wants and then try to make a poison in the morning mm, okay Is that good? yep but i think we'll go ahead and wrap it up here for tonight tonight thank you guys so much for listening what a inventful episode <laughs> a lot of stuff going on a uh, big shout out to da nichols for writing our songs and music she's a wonderful lady don't forget to check out her ttrpg at drivethroughrpg.com shields of power also thank you to monument studios freesound.org tabletop audio and realmwalker for the extra sound effects and music thank you guys so much for listening i am dm dave and to my right i have Fenrir, roscoe Groth and lila woodrow and henley and until next time We unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye. I gotta think of another animal now because I literally chose the bunny because it's on my dice. A little (laughs) moose. (laughs) No, a moose is bigger than what I can cast. It's it's a little moose. A bunny-sized moose. A (laughs) bunny-sized moose. No, a bird. Um, oh, no, is that the blue potato? No, no, no. It's going to be great. All my nightmares. (laughs) Okay, continue. Um... Oh, Jason, Slenderman. Um, <laughs> Jason, Jason has a face just yeah. ugly. <laughs> he doesn't. It's short nose. <laughs> okay. He has a hockey mask on. Okay, oh, so that's. Oh, um, sorry, I don't watch horror the, movies. Instead of. <laughs>